Hi, I'm Lisa. Welcome to Pillontology, the pod about the wild and wonderful worlds of prescription pill medication. Every epi, I'll feature a pill and talk to a friend, or maybe not a friend, about their experience on that pill. Also a disclaimer, I'm not a doctor or a pharmacist, although sometimes I like to pretend that I am. Hope you enjoy. Hey everybody, Pillontology. We're in the amphetamine den, my favorite den to be in. And today we're doing Adderall with a good friend, Melissa. And uh, she has been on Adderall since second grade, on and off, but mostly on. And to remind those who don't remember, Adderall is amphetamine salts. It is used to treat ADHD, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, which is characterized by inability to listen for prolonged periods of time and difficulty sitting still and mainly inattention. But impulsivity is part of ADHD. And one interesting fact that I've learned in doing my research on Adderall is that in 1991, there were 600,000 prescriptions for uh, amphetamine-based medications, mostly Ritalin at that time. And in, I think it was 2015, uh, the prescriptions have risen to 3.5 million people. So that just, that tells you something. I don't know if it's our society that's making people ADD or just drug reps are really good. Also, Pfizer, I would love to be a drug rep for Adderall. Please listen to Pillontology. Represent Melissa. Hi, friend. Hey, girl. Hey, this is fun. It's super fun. And... We actually had the pleasure of talking to Melissa's dad over the phone to get a little bit of background about her uh, amphetamine experience, and he was surprisingly very chill about putting you on these drugs in second grade, or third grade, I guess. Yeah, it was... Actually, I hadn't even spoke to him about putting me on medication in probably years. He was definitely Mr. Fax. Yeah, so do you remember being put on these drugs in second or third grade? I remember I remember going to the psychologist in second grade. I remember like my first time doing an evaluation, being tested. I remember that. And I remember when my parents had decided they want to put me on medication and they actually, it was in third grade, coordinated a play date with somebody else in my grade school, basically, that they knew that another child and their parents had put them on medication. So they wanted me to hang out with this other child to, like, basically say, look how great she is, and she's on medication, so now you're going to be on medication, too. They wanted to put you in an ADD playpen. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Like, other nine-year-old girls like afflicted with this condition (laughs) basically 
Um, and it's interesting because I really do remember, like, when I was nine, it was the old school Ritalin. Like, I remember the yellow pills, taking them every morning, and I remember that. Um, Did you have to stay on the same dose? That's a good question. I think it, like, increased. I think with Ritalin, it was just a little quicker acting and kind of like you know I remember being sent to the school nurse to have to have a second dose that whole thing with Ritalin it was an extended release and it was instant I remember having to go probably in like fifth grade to like the school nurse to get another dose um do you remember how it made you feel at that age that's a good question I think I think I like was so focused on being a nine, ten year old, like I just like kept saying I remember I like wanted to be normal and like I thought it was hell that was gonna like change me and of course that's not how it works. So mm-hmm. I know probably school wise, I think I was the kid early on that was very inquisitive and I think I had to have the right kind of teacher, otherwise teachers just didn't have the patience for me, like asking a lot of questions in school and I would often get sent to the principal for just, you know, talking too much and talking to people next to me and being disruptive. And um, I think that the medication probably helped with that a little bit. Um, So we were asking your dad if there were any periods of time where you went off of it Mm -hmm. and you right away said, I wanted to get off of it in high school for a year. Yes. And your parents honored that decision. Yeah. Can you tell me how that was? Yeah, I think, of course, then in my teenage years, I thought, like, I don't need the medication. Like, I've got this. I've got this under control. You know, kind of maybe that invincibility, like, I don't need this attitude. And so they listened. I, you know, now looking back, like, I was adamant. And they kind of were like, well, let's just see how it goes. And lo and behold, that was not a good decision. What happened? Um, I mean, I know my grades definitely slipped. Um, I was more inattentive, definitely disorganized, probably major issues with concentration and focus and task completion. Um, so I think they quickly, by my junior year, it was probably sophomore year I was off of it. And then by junior year with, you know, all the college stuff and testing, they were like, let's get her back on that stuff. We need to get her in. Yeah. And it was... I did want to ask my dad about the dosage. You know, I don't have any insight now looking back on, like, what dose was I on? And I think probably, like, 20 milligrams. Extended release. Extended release. Those orange capsules. I mean, that was my, yeah, orange capsules every morning, basically. So it went from Ritalin when you were really young to, at some point, extended release. Probably in middle, probably, like, 7th, 8th grade. 7th or 8th grade to Adderall, and then took a break sophomore year, and then back on junior year. So was your sophomore year, do you remember feeling like you weren't able to pay attention or sit still, or you don't really No, I just, I don't remember, I just remember, I, I mean, I remember getting lower grades. And then when you went to college, mm. how did you treat your Adderall prescription then? Was it like you just, you know, you were out of your house, you followed the same regimen as when you were in high school, or did you 
do your own thing with it? No, I I think I just didn't know the pill society until I got to college. Like, I didn't know this was such a hot drug and how cool it is. Well, welcome to the pill society. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I think that was, like, really eye-opening for me. It was something not really I would promote and then once I got to college and had roommates and like maybe I shared and opened up then oh boy did that open the floodgates to like gotta get some of that stuff and she has a hookup and I remember back then I mean it was less controlled I mean I would I went to college with those giant white male you know the when you mail order the pills the prescription and Mm -hmm. I could get probably I don't know at least nine, a lot of pills, basically. And I remember I was being prescribed even at that point when I went to college, I remember I was prescribed, I think, 20 milligrams extended release with the boost of a 10 milligram instant. Mm-hmm. So I had really like the combination of 30 milligrams a day, but probably was prescribed even just some extras and hey dr p yeah yeah (laughs) and dr g back then and yeah and dr p they're all dr g and p and q you know (laughs) i got them all um yeah so i think in college i'm sorry i forgot the question in college saying did you come up with your own regimen different from high school i think yeah i think that's where I, i think yeah, that's where I really played around, kind of, not played around, but I guess I kind of just experimented to see what would work, um, especially in the college lifestyle where you don't have like a nine to five basically. And so um, I definitely tried different doses out and um, and I think sometimes I would take 220 Mm-hmm. extended release or I love playing around with two XRs yes two XRs was like my jam for a while um or like a, a, tw- a 20 XR and maybe like a f- 15 yeah. instant I mean yeah it was good times I know about that life so when you're in that life sometimes it's hard to sleep how was sleep for you, and what did you do to sleep? Um, that's a good question. I actually, it's crazy looking back because I just felt like I didn't need sleep. Like, I really could function off of, like, four or five hours. Like, I would pull all-nighters. Like, I definitely had friends that could never do it and that, they, you know, they would start their papers weeks in advance. Not me. I was definitely a procrastinator, and I definitely think um, the meds really helped that. Um, I mean, of course, they were needed and prescribed, um, but definitely... By our trusted drug dealers, <laughs> Dr. DPQZ. <laughs> yeah, shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Um, so I, d- I think, yeah, sleep... It, it's weird because I wasn't taking anything else in college it was literally the only prescription medication I was on was Adderall and you were fine and I was fine and I would go through periods of pulling an all-nighter and then crash the next day um but I I mean sometimes I'd have eight or nine a.m classes like I did it I would just function off of three four hours of sleep 
And then when you were out of college, did you get back on a more normal schedule? Yeah, it's it was interesting going from like college kind of to like then I went to grad school and again kind of the same thing. Um, definitely was taking a lot in grad school and then kind of grad school to like the working world definitely needed some adjustments there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, <laughs> I mean, I laugh because of course I remember like my first job, um, shout out to Heartland hey. in Chicago, Chicago, Chicago represent bulls. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I just remember taking like a 40, 40 milligram dose, um, extended release and like going into like my housing social worker case management job and like being just so amped up <laughs> and like <laughs> my coworkers know who they are. Like I was just on a level 12. Like yeah. it was obvious. It was just a little, it was not very subtle um, it was just a little too intense for the environment, like, <laughs> and that's kind of when I went back to the psychiatrist to be like, is this right? And do my own kind of tapering and adjusting to be like, let's maybe go down 20 milligrams XR. And that was way better, way more fitting for the environment. Definitely. Um, and I think also at that time is when I met my other half. And I really seemed to bond with people over pills and Adderall. And I would say he probably fell in love with me when he found out that I also was on medication because he is too, so. And I'll attest to the fact that Melissa's very open about her I, pills. You know, we flocked to each other like magnets. Yeah. I think it it brings out the best friendships when you can just discuss your your, your pills. Your pills. <laughs> um, your legal drug addiction. I was, like, definitely thinking about that with our friendship. Like, we were cool and everything, and then it was like, yeah, we, let's do this. So, um, yeah, I love, I like discussing, I love discussing pills. Um, so, we haven't talked about side effects, but did you notice any side effects? Well, I guess it's hard to remember when you were really little, but... As you got older, were you more aware of what was happening? I think the biggest side effect is really the appetite suppression for Mm me. Um, As a kid, I think that was like clearly for my parents and the doctors were very concerned just in terms of growth aspect. Clearly, there's no issues, but... Yeah, Melissa's 5'7", normal. Yeah, yeah, normal, healthy. I think I'm really lucky when it comes to side effects. Yeah, you are. And also, you've you know, been somebody who's been able to go off of them yes. in your adult years for, like, a year on end. For example, yeah. when you went abroad. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. When I went abroad, which was back in college, um, so many adventures with to pills. Estonia or... To I went I- to Denmark, Copenhagen, Denmark. Denmark. Yay, Denmark, Copenhagen. Well... Um, Adderall doesn't really exist there. It's not a prescribed medication. It's an illegal drug. And at that time, I couldn't, I went for six months. And so my psychiatrist, I probably got a three-month supply and just said, basically, when you get there, you know, gave me the paperwork um, that I would need to give another doctor or whatever to be able to get it and basically 
get it shipped over. Yeah, her prescriptions. And basically, I remember trekking, like, on foot to, like, local clinic doctors and trying to get a refill or just trying to get a prescription when my meds ran out. And at that point, I had, like, gone through all my XRs and my instants and um, I kind of had to just throw in the towel, I think after like three or four months and just be like, it wasn't going to happen. And so probably, you know, there was probably two or three months I went without it kind of spontaneously, not the plan, but and who knows, I don't actually know that what's the status now, but I know at the time and, um, it was interesting because I do know for a fact, like they do not medicate. Do you remember going through withdrawal though? I did. I think... I think it was a withdrawal was easier because there wasn't as many demands abroad. It was kind of just like just the best time ever and I was traveling. So I don't know if I actually like needed it. I think it was kind of the perfect storm where it, yes, it wasn't ideal and I hadn't, it had been a while since I been off of it, but I also was able, I, it was the perfect environment to not need it too. And you said that you just, ended up gaining weight I just ended up gaining weight I just probably gained like I mean it was probably a combination of drinking every night and that but I mean I did I that was like my heaviest um before being pregnant of course but heaviest I probably gained like 20 pounds 15 20 pounds being abroad so I'm sure the medication I think that's definitely it was a, um, a withdrawal effect kind of increased appetite and drinking and not being on the medication well then you went back on lost yeah. it in a week you all good yeah. <laughs> that's how it works y'all so different yeah. um okay so I wanted to talk to you also about pregnancy oh yeah this is so yeah. pregnancy how was it gearing up towards knowing that you were going to have to go off of it because pillontology listeners uh it is not a drug that's approved for pregnancy, though some people can stay on a low dose if, like, the benefits outweigh the risks, but you were very, you were very cautious in all aspects of pregnancy. No drinking. No drinking. No Adderall. No, and it was, it was, it was definitely a lot of conversations. At that time, I had a very different psychiatrist, um, in DC. It was my first psychiatrist in DC. And of course, um, there had been a lot of conversations, you know, I, I knew I wanted to have to kind of expand my family and be pregnant, but it's so controversial. No one knows who to turn to for like the right answer. You know, is it the psychiatrist? Is it the OBs? Is it the specialist? It's kind of just like seeing how the overall, uh, my overall health was, mm-hmm. um, um, I, my OB had recommended I go off another medication, yay, for spironolactone. Oh, yes. So, I actually was, inter- I was actually referred to a maternal fetal medicine doctor, so a, a specialist, I think I was referred, my understanding was my, my OB referred me because of my history of Adderall and to kind of just monitor the baby based on the history of taking Adderall. And I did titrate down. I did, upon 
I, I took it up until literally knowing I was actually pregnant. And at that point, kind of titrate down. Um, at that point, you were already on a low. I was on a very low dose. I was probably on 10 milligrams instant at that point. So I got off pretty quickly. Like, I found out I was pregnant and basically was like, that's it. Cold uh, turkey. You're very good at adjusting. Yeah. I'm impressed by it. I mean, of course, I think it's easier during pregnancy because, you, you know, know, you I have just, to protect this fetus. Yeah, and I just knew, yeah, I had, I mean, there was a bigger goal and, um, and also, like, being pregnant, I was able to get away with, like, everything was pregnancy brain, even mm-hmm. if it was just really me being off my medication. Um, you can blame withdrawal or... I can, lethargy on being pregnant absolutely um do you ever see a life ever without these drugs that's a good question I really hope so but you do I don't know I think I I hope one day uh maybe in like retirement (laughs) but it's so fun being level 12 it really is I mean, I, I actually describe it as, like, I feel whole. Like, it makes me feel complete. Like, I, I, if I don't take it, like, it's just who I am at this point. Like, I, when I'm off of it, I don't feel like myself. I, I know the feeling so well that that's how I feel, like, how I function and feel like this is who I like, my identity almost, like... Well, was there a point when you were pregnant where you had been off of it for so long that you were like, okay, I feel like myself, even though I'm off of these pills? I think there's so many other... Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think there's so many other things, thoughts going on that that kind of does take a backseat. So that actually... I mean, it's... Right, it's perfect in that way because it's just not about me anymore. Mm -hmm. Um... But I think I was also thinking about, is this it? Like, now that I've been off of it for nine or ten months, like, wow, I really did it. I, I've i made so much progress. I Maybe I shouldn't Damn. ever go back. Well, <laughs> that would happen. Like, Gotta lose your weight. Gotta had, get back in Had the life. baby and was like, yeah, time to get back on rapid fire. So I think I realized quickly, like, it, I I needed it, especially just taking care of a newborn mm-hmm. and definitely needing some medication to help me. Though, I don't know how quickly you went on it, but it was after, oh, after breastfeeding. Bre- you're right. Yes, you're correct. So it was four months after. I think that period while I was breastfeeding, I was like, that's where I was doing all my like soul searching, thinking like, who really processing, do I want to go back on? Do I? Like, can I do this? And then I pretty much finished breastfeeding. It was like, let's That's go it. back on. <laughs> um, do you see any drawbacks to being on it? I think the drawback is just the long term. is really long term um, impact and effects. I mean, there's, I, it's, there's a lot of unknowns with the long term I'm kind of of that generation that started on it. Just right. Uh, there's no long-term studies on how these drugs affect developing brains or non-developing brains, really. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of 
people throughout history have been addicted to amphetamines, Sigmund Freud included. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. So yeah. maybe it's a psychology, social work thing. Yeah, I probably. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think now. Yeah, I think that's the biggest unknown. I guess is kind of the long term impact and like. Will I ever get off of it? Am I dependent on it now? Do you think about that a lot? I don't or? think about it. I think I just am so aware of the dependent. Like, I don't think it's a dependency. I guess it is a dependency. I just feel like because this is who I am, it is who I am. I've accepted it. But do you think about it most days? No. I don't think no. about it like reoccurring. I think there's stillness and I'm... I think it's when I reflect, like reflect on going on and off of it or... Well, you've been successful going off of it. That should really tell you something. It's true. And if I ever want to have more kids, I'm definitely going to go off of it. And then who knows? And then who knows if that'll be a a way out. Right now you're on it and you're happy. I'm on it. I'm on 20 milligram instant. Can you give us your endorsement for Adderall if you had to do a commercial? Oh, that's good. (laughs) the pill that makes me complete real endorsement so you recommend it i do recommend it i do recommend it i definitely recommend it to adults Mm -hmm. i only pause in apprehension in terms of actually having a child now um i think in the beginning i was like absolutely i'm gonna medicate my child and now i'm kind of like hmm we'll have to just see what happens Because he's perfect the way he is. He really is. You have a really great, poised, cute (laughs) child. Baby. He's just the happiest. I hope he doesn't need Adderall, but... I'm going to tell my side of Adderall. I want to recommend it to everybody because I think it's like the cure-all for most things. I mean, it was used as an asthma medication back in the day. It makes you breathe better. It makes your endurance better for exercise for just menial tasks so it works both mentally and physically so I would recommend five milligrams Adderall (laughs) for most people honestly sometimes instead of coffee yeah it's a better drug oh I get behind that for sure I mean I I don't need coffee every day because that's such a good point. It's, I don't drink coffee. It's a yeah. cleaner stimulant, Adderall. Absolutely. The clean stimulant. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'd be curious to know what your reaction is to my experience. Uh, I am really shocked that you took it at such a young age and didn't have negative uh, connotations towards the drug. Because I know people who took it at that young of an age who are like so deterred from the drug. They associate it with feeling jittery and not like themselves and robotic and depersonalized. So I don't know a lot of people who took it at that young of an age who are still on it and love it. Love it and love feelings too. So you can yeah. have meds and feelings. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm impressed by you Adderall or not Adderall. <sighs> I think you can be, you could easily stop taking it. You've shown that you can you have things that you that are motivations that are higher than weight loss (laughs) so it's great yeah so yeah there you have it everybody yeah yay Adderall go Adderall go Go Ritalin go Vyvanse go Stimulant shout out Dex 
Uh, Melissa, do you want to give out any shout outs to your favorite psychiatrist? Of course. I have to give a shout out to my favorite psychiatrist of all time, Dr. Hawkeiser. You're the best. Um, you heard it here, folks. Dr. Hawkeiser, Bethesda, Maryland. Check him out. Check him out. He's the best. Cheers. Cheers. Adderall. <laughs> <laughs>